Welcome to OTR, a friendly debate podcast for lawyers debate everything from pop culture to philosophy. We're here at Maggie Daly Park Ice Ribbon here. Going to do a mini topic for today. It's going to be best on screen Santa Claus. Here's a question though What kind of Santas count? Does bad Santa count? Do the Santas from Reindeer Dames count? I don't know. I think the Santas from Bad Santa and Reindeer Games, those don't count because those are really people in the role playing characters pretending to be Santa or playing like a mall Santa or dressing up in Santa outfits. That's not portraying Santa. I mean, are you telling me mall Santa isn't real? Yeah, he's one of his helpers, you know? That's the, that's the lore. Uh, but I think, you know, Tim Allen as Santa Claus in the Santa Claus movies or Kurt Russell in those newer... I can't remember the, name, the names of those, those newer Christmas movies. And they just like Claus, Claus <laughs> or something, yeah. Uh, and then you got the old animated Rankin Bass ones, Rudolph and uh, Year Without a Santa. Yeah. No, that's that's one of my favorites. Not the yeah. one I'm talking about today, but definitely one of my favorites. We've got Pat debating. We've got Moochie debating. And I'm going to be the judge. Guys, who are your favorite Santa Clauses? And what are they in? Are they in anything else? Yeah, so uh, my favorite Santa, maybe an unconventional choice, is Jack Skellington from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I think he's an actual Santa, based on your criteria, <laughs> because I guess he's got skeletal reindeer and he delivers presents, like shrunken heads. Yeah, so I think like creepy presents. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to get into the criteria, but I think he's solidly in the uh, Santa Claus aspect of it. But. Okay. My favorite Santa is the original Miracle on 34th Street Santa, mm. Edmund Gwen, uh, 1947 version of that movie. Uh, the Not the new version. one? Right. Uh, the newer one, Richard Attenborough plays Santa. And that gets to my point. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that point in a second. But I think as a character actor who's been in like a, he's like 90 other IMDb credits for his acting, including like Pride and Prejudice. He's in a, the horror movie Them. He's in a movie called The Walking Dead, not the anything to do with the comics or the show, God. but it was from like the 1940s or something. Um, but he is most notable for this role. Um, in fact, his IMDb page profile picture is him as Santa Claus. Hmm. So unlike other actors who have portrayed Santa, like Tim Allen or Kurt Russell, it's hard not to see them as Tim Allen playing Santa, Kurt Russell playing Santa. But for him... Because you don't know him from anywhere else, he is able to disappear into the role so easily that he just is Santa. It's so easy to see him as Santa. Even in the remake, the Rich, Richard Attenborough, produced by John Hughes remake, uh, film remake, he is played by Richard Attenborough, so you see that. So you see, you know, the guy that owns Jurassic Park. So, you know, is he going to say, like, <laughs> welcome to the North Pole? Like, is that, you know, so I just think, you get this actor who's known for this one role, disappears into it, and it's just uh, that iconic role played by an iconic person in that way. Because he's not an actor playing a role, he can, you know, it feels like he can disappear into the role of Santa. Yeah, so um, Chris Sarandon voices Jack Skellington. Um, again, Night Before Christmas came out in three. 
Uh, Chris Sarandon might be better known for his role in the mid-80s as uh, Prince Humperdinck, the villain of The Princess Bride. Um, so yeah, you were quoting his lines earlier. Um, really plays the heel, the villainy asshole aspect of it. Um, and so yeah, I mean, it, he doesn't have like a prolific career necessarily, but I think in this role he captures what it means to be a good voice actor. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your Santa. What's he do? So there are a couple of things that get to me about um, Jack Skellington's role as Santa in Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I think one of them... Sandy Claus, though. Sandy Claus. Claus. Yeah. Um, so one of the things... This is more about the movie, I guess, but long-time listeners will know I'm a huge fan of stop motion. And the whole movie is stop motion. Yeah. And uh, that allows Jack Skeleton to have like these very elegant motions and things. And mm -hmm. he's very graceful. Um, and so I love that, seeing him really act, the character, like, act into... Um, the role of Santa, but in a much different way than your typical jolly, you know, yeah. fluffy Santa. Extremely skinny Santa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Stick thin. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the other things, though... Exactly. Um, one of the other things is that he has this reinterpretation, like you said, Santa Claus, reinterpretation of what it means to have Christmas. Um, and so, you know... He has his, just like Santa has his workshop, Jack Skellington has his own town, or lives in Halloween yeah, town, Halloween town, led yeah. by the mayor. Mm -hmm. Whatever. We're going to get nitpicked by Tim Burton fans <laughs> on this one. Um, may not a nitpick. Yeah, but he, he leads the town in the celebration that still listens to them. And, you know, usually the, you know, Santa as a leader is him and his workshop of elves who are completely subordinate. But there's a more, more um, I think, interaction between what the townspeople think hmm. Christmas is versus like what Jack Skellington had kind of yeah. learned, and what the uh, real Santa, the real Santa in that movie, yeah. is like baffled by what Jack is trying to do, and is like yeah. horrified by it, <laughs> yeah. and he gets kidnapped by the. Uh, well, yeah, the kids taking the yeah, boogie. The, yeah, the a good boogie. Yeah. Um, speaking of stop motion, though, you get to see this big plump Santa like yeah, 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 stop really, motion. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, Santa almost looks grotesque in that movie. Yeah, so one last thing really quick. Um, you know, the concept, I guess, of Nightmare Before Christmas is that there's these different portals, different towns for each different holiday. Yeah. And so Jack's character becomes Santa Claus, or learns about it, because he has this sort of vision quest in the woods, <laughs> perhaps a little disillusioned by Halloween, you know, has that search Being for meaning and finds that in Christmas. Mm -hmm. So he plays like an outsider uh, to it, but then, you know, really embraces, like, the Christmas spirit as he thinks of it. Yeah. Uh, the real world implication here is that Nightmare Before Christmas is obviously a big proponent of keeping different holidays compartmentalized. And that's another reason why you shouldn't hear Halloween, or sorry, you shouldn't hear Christmas music before Thanksgiving. There's a Thanksgiving town, in, like, in the trees, right? Oh, yeah, there, there is. is. One. Okay, yeah, I thought it's so, It's separate yeah. from There's Christmas. There's, like, a, a leaf. I think. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah, just yeah. a Halloween holiday. Fair, it's its own yeah. thing. I would agree with that. And again, you shouldn't have... Christmas music prior to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Get out of here. So tell me about your Santa. Any sequels, any remakes, anything else that we want to know about him? Yeah, Miracle on 34th Street has been uh, remade a few times, uh, mostly uh, TV movie remakes. There was uh, the theatrical remake that I mentioned earlier, and there was like a stage uh, play production of it. But the original. I haven't seen any of the remakes, but if if you look on <laughs> thanks 
if you look on uh, IMDb uh, for the remakes, they're all like drama, family movie, drama, Hollywood movie. The original, the first thing you see is comedy, and it is a solid comedy. So, how does Santa play into that comedy, though? Well, so um, the the first thing he does uh, as Santa is Chris Kringle is what he is. He's named in the movie is. Um, goes up to the Santa that is supposed to be in the Thanksgiving uh, Day Parade, who is just, like, drunk out of his mind. And he's, like, mad at the guy because he's, like, you are, the kids are supposed to look up to you. You're supposed to be a representative of me. And, and you're, like, making this look bad. Um, like, you, you should be ashamed of yourself. So after, like, scolding the guy um, and, like, revealing to Macy's that that's what's going on, he sort of gets hired on to uh, be, you know, the Santa in the float. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and then eventually gets hired on by Macy's to be their their in store Santa. Right. So uh, I shared this article earlier about how it's kind of like an anti capitalist satire. We love uh, a good anti capitalist <laughs> satire. <laughs> and um, what he does as Santa is when kids go up to him and they want a specific toy. As a Macy's employee, essentially, he's supposed to, uh, if something's not in stock, sell them something else or recommend something else that Macy's owns. Instead, he's like, we don't have that, but Gimbal's has it. You should go there and get it. And at first, like, Macy's is, like, horrified. But uh, then uh, customers start going up and saying, that was so appreciated. I, I really appreciated that he recommended another store. Like, you have a customer for life. So now I see it's a good business decision for him to be doing that. Yeah, so some people might not know that The Nightmare Before Christmas uh, started because of a Tim Burton poem. He wrote at Disney in like 84 or something, sorry, 82. Um, it's actually kind of a long poem, but now it is a children's like um, like storybook with illustrations and stuff. Oh. It's apparently really scary. Wow, okay, um, cool. So I'm actually, I got to see if... It'd be appropriate for my one nephew. Yeah. Because I think I might get it. <laughs> the, okay. So there's no sequels to it, but there is yeah. a book. You got any little titty bitties? Um, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, my tip was that I there is what has to be a reference in Seinfeld to the to Miracle on 34th Street. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, Santa is employed by Macy's and is... Um, you know, talking to children. And there's one moment when he's doing that, that this little girl comes up and she speaks only Dutch. She doesn't speak any English. And he's like, oh, that's all right. And speaks to her in Dutch. And in the movie, basically what they say to each other is that she already got her gift because she got adopted. And it's like this kind of cute moment. But uh, <laughs> in Seinfeld, Kramer is the skinny uh, department store Santa. Uh, and scary like Jack Skelly. Yeah, <laughs> skinny like Jack Skelly as well. Uh, but he, uh, it's also the episode where he starts, uh, becoming a communist, but, uh, in addition to that, there's a moment that I think has to be a reference to this movie, where there's a little girl that comes up, and her guardian says, oh, she doesn't speak any English, and <laughs> Kramer goes, oh, Santa speaks the language of all children, and don't she won't she don't she do, <laughs> just horrifying the kid and her mother, <laughs> and they just, like, are rushed off. <laughs> I think this is a tie. This is Ben, OTR, Friendly Debate.